Welcome back to the Hot Tip Bets Daily Pick Show for Saturday, October 9th, week six of the college football season. Got a decent slate on tap for today, so let's just jump right in. The first game I'm taking a look at Michigan State taking on Rutgers, and no surprise here, Michigan State is a team that I just continue to bet on five and zero on the season. Rutgers three and two, and while Michigan State, you know, has looked great through the first five games of the season, you know, they, they continue to be one of my favorite teams to bet on. I think I'm three and one betting on them this season. Um, and outside of that Nebraska game, you know, that they had to go to overtime to win, they have looked like a, a super dominant team. As far as Rutgers goes, obviously three and two, a great start to the season with losses to Michigan State or Michigan and Ohio State rather. Um, the last two weeks, you know, it, it got hard on them, no doubt. Um, but they were competitive against Michigan State, Ohio State, and was a little iffy. But um, this Rutgers team, you know, Noah Verdal has done a decent job this season at quarterback, 914 yards. You know, I'd definitely like to see that a little bit higher at this point in the year um but it's not horrible you know isaiah peco has done a good job a decent job eh, could do a better job <laughs> running the ball only 267 yards for him but you know the offensive line has really been the strong point for this Rutgers offense um as far as keeping them competitive and keeping them in games they've only allowed six sacks for 41 yards this season so offensively Rutgers is you know a decent team um but the fact that they're only putting up 29.8 points per game they really just you know need to need to score more points if they want to stay competitive in this big 10 that is just absolutely loaded at the top and you know one of those teams that has been loaded so far is this michigan state team mel tucker has done wonders for this team this year you know, he he turned this program around definitely. Um, and Peyton Thorne has looked great at quarterback for him through the first five games. 1,236 yards. Um, Jalen Reed has done a great job catching passes um, with 463 yards and five touchdowns. Um, and really just have a pretty good wide receiver group around this team. But really the highlight on offense is Kenneth Walker III, who's been an absolute monster on the ground. Um, you know, 680 yards through five games. You know, it's not, you know, crazy or anything, but he has just really been the workhorse that has been able to just, you know, keep this offense moving and, and just keep them going downfield. And it's a big reason why they've been able to put up 37.8 points per game thus far on offense this year. So offensively, I think Michigan State does get the edge here. And unfortunately for Rutgers, it's going to be very hard to stop. You know, um, Fadeski at linebacker, you know, has done a really good job leading that group. He's got 43 tackles this year. And this defense has been able to hold teams to 21.2 points per game. And no doubt if they can do that again here against this Michigan State team, I think they'll win the game outright. Unfortunately for Rutgers, I don't see them being able to stop Michigan State nearly that well. Um, you know, Rutgers has whole held teams to five 0.26 yards per game i think michigan state is going to be pushing six at least here in this game um and they just really need to eliminate the big plays is what Rutgers needs to do to, to try and stay competitive and to try to win this game and unfortunately for Rutgers, they just haven't looked near as good against good teams you know i.e michigan and ohio state thus far this season as far as michigan state's team um or defense goes as to stopping Rutgers, they've done a pretty good job on defense this far this season they've only allowed 5.12 yards per uh, play on defense 20.6 points per game um and really under mel tucker here in the second year this defense has just been very very impressive um but this will be one of their tougher tests of the season so far um obviously that nebraska game is, is probably up to this date the toughest opponent um but really this michigan state team five and a half points it's not a small spread by any means and especially on the road against a Rutgers team that is um trending upwards to say the least 
But I think Michigan State is still the far better team. And honestly, I'm just going to keep riding with them until we crash and burn, which I expect to happen at some point. It could be this week, um, but I kind of doubt it. I think Michigan State rolls through this game like them, minus five and a half against Rutgers. Now we head out to the Big 12, a rivalry game between Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma 5-0 on the year, Texas 4-1. And this is, you know, one of the more interesting Red River showdowns that we've had in quite some time. Texas, obviously, Sarkeesian comes in to replace Tom Herman as head coach, and he's brought a, a great offensive mind to this Texas team. But you can't discount Oklahoma either. You know, they've, they've played in countless college football playoffs at this point. Um, and they're going to play uh, close games like we've seen them play all season. Um, and they've got an explosive offense, no doubt. You know, Spencer Radler just continues to show improvement. Obviously, he's not going to be um, a star right out of the gate. But 1,260 yards, 10 touchdowns of the season is definitely nothing to laugh at. Definitely nothing to, to boo your own quarterback about or didn't want him to get replaced. Um, but needless to say, he's he's been pretty good this year. You know, um, Kennedy Brooks, Eric Gray are a great running back duo for this team. They've been all over the field rushing the ball. And they got a wide receiver group that just does their job. You know, they got five guys with over 100 yards. Um, and really, they just do a really good job getting multiple guys involved. You know, they don't necessarily have the standout per se. I mean, they got a couple guys for sure. Um, but just a really good job spreading the ball around. And, and that's why this offense has been able to average 6.3 yards per play and 38.4 points per game this season. Um, but it's not like Texas has has fared much worse this year um you know the texas tech and rice victories were impressive to say the least obviously the arkansas loss was a tough game for them but we've since seen that arkansas is by no means a bad team granted arkansas got blown out last week by georgia um but if, if, if you look over that loss <laughs> then the texas loss doesn't look too bad for them um but anyway for this texas team casey thompson obviously has had a pretty good start to the season um you know he's he's been you know the the go ahead get it starter now for a couple weeks and he's been you know pretty decent bj robinson has also done a really good job running the ball for this texas team 652 yards on the year um and texas has just done a great job rushing the ball in general this season 268.6 rushing yards per game um and really you know it's, it's not exactly something you expect in the big 12 to just see a rusher like that you know it's, it's you expect more passing um but even with that said they've been able to put up 43.8 points per game on the offensive side of the ball the offensive line has also looked very good four starters returned they've only only allowed six sacks this season so to say this is going to be an offensive battle an offensive shootout would be an understatement because these two teams are both very good on offense but you can't pick, count out either of these teams on defense you know oklahoma defense has definitely been the weak part for him um in the past but that's not necessarily the case this season you know lincoln riley went out and did a pretty good job recruiting some defensive players and they've been able to hold teams to 19 points per game you know it's hard to say when you know there's a, a 20 point gap in their uh, margin of victory that they've they've had close games but they have had some close games you know pat field has been all over the field for this defense no doubt 32 tackles this season um and while they're undefeated this team just feels different this oklahoma team just doesn't feel as complete as they once were and i think it's a lot to do with the offense not saying spencer rattler's bad He's just not the the Heisman winner that they've had in the past. And, and for this Texas team, I think the defense is going to be able to shut them down in this game. You know, they're very, very talented on defense. They've held teams to 24 points per game. You know, the 6.07 yards per play could definitely be lower. And against this Oklahoma team, it's going to be hard to make it any lower than that. Um, 
And honestly, when we just break this game down to, to what it is, it's a rivalry game. It's going to be a close game. Am I going to regret betting on Texas? Absolutely. It's probably the wrong bet. <laughs> you know, it pushed last week when I bet on Texas. Granted, I just got a bad line on that one. Um, but this Texas team getting three and a half points here. I think they keep it close against Oklahoma. I don't expect either of these teams to run away with it. Um, and I don't want to say the words, you know, the, that Texas is back, but, but Texas just feels like a different animal this season. feels like there's something special cooking. So like Texas minus three and a half in this game. Now, the next game on the card, another one of my favorite teams to bet on. It's kind of it's like a pattern with this week. Um, um, but Wake Forest minus six taking on Syracuse. Wake Forest five and zero on the year. Syracuse is three and two. You know, for this Wake Forest team looking for their sixth straight bull trip, and <laughs> barring something insane happening, it seems like they're going to get that. Um, you know, have some pretty good wins over Florida State, Virginia, and Louisville. Um, and they really just have a strong offense here in the ACC this season. As far as Syracuse goes, you know. It was a rough year for them last year going one in 10 you know a lot of that definitely due to injuries and dino barbers you know looks to to have his team playing better they were decent in non-conference play but you know that three-point loss to florida state last week definitely not something you want to see you know florida state is a team that is really struggling right now and and when syracuse is losing to him you know it's it's not a great sign you no know, garrett schrader took over for um, tommy devito and while he hasn't been a bad quarterback by any means he's definitely a downgrade you know tommy devito um was very good especially um from what we've seen of him in the past looked like a, a great quarterback um but you know it only time will tell what schrader can do for them sean tucker though is is really the the part holding this syracuse offense together 638 yards rushing um you know he, he steps up for the insert tajay harris and and that's the key for the Syracuse team. It was the key last year. I think it's the key this year. I keep saying it, but it's just injuries. The Syracuse team is having a hard time staying healthy, and it's hard to win games when you don't have you know your star players on the field. And while this offense has been able to put up 30.4 points per game, it's hard to say they need to play better football, but they got to just play better football if they want to keep winning. As far as Wake Forest goes, you know, Sam Hartman um, has done a great job at quarterback this season. 1,285 yards for him. Jaquan Robinson has done a really good job at receiver. Been very dominant at the position. 380 receiving yards. Um, and they returned all five guys on the offensive line, which has been a huge help for them this season. Last year really struggled with sacks. And even though it's the same guys up front, they've only allowed seven sacks through the first five games, which, um, you know, isn't horrible at all. You know, it's, it's pretty good. And putting up 38.4 points per game, if they can continue to do that into the heart of ACC play, it's definitely going to lead to some victories for this Wake Forest team. And I think it's a defense for Wake Forest that it should have no problem shutting down Syracuse. Again, returning eight starters on the defensive side of the ball, a team that forced 17 turnovers last season. And they got a plus eight turnover margin so far this season. So um, Wake Forest is definitely doing something right in that department and only allowing 18.2 points per game. Um, it's definitely going to help them win this one. Honestly, I think Wake Forest is just a much better team. I think Syracuse defense is definitely going to struggle to stop them in this game. You know, Syracuse has definitely been better on defense this year. They've held teams to 20.8 points per game. But in an ACC that is just not great this year, if I'm being honest, you know, there's really no clear-cut team. Um, I think Wake Forest is one of the more underrated, and it's hard to call them underrated at this point, but one of the just more impressive teams in the ACC. Syracuse, on the other hand, continues to be at the bottom. Um, and, and honestly, they should be bigger underdogs here in this game. So give me Wake Forest on the road, minus six. 
Next, taking a look at an interesting SEC matchup. LSU taking on Kentucky, LSU 3-2, and two, Kentucky 5-0. and oh. And for this LSU team, you know, obviously trying to bounce from back from last year where they went 5-5 five and five following the national title. Um, but Coach O just continues to, to not get this team going in the right direction despite having some decent talent on this team. And it really is starting to feel like his days are numbered as the LSU head coach. As far as Kentucky goes, you know, an impressive victory to say the least against Florida last week. A Florida team, you know, that almost knocked off our, um, Alabama a few weeks ago. So um, Kentucky definitely has some stuff to be proud of. And Mark Stoops has done a really good job with this team. The offensive line has been insane this season, only allowed nine sacks this year um and will levis has done a really good job in his first year at kentucky you know coming over from penn state 989 yards through the air for him this season while that's not necessarily huge by any means the part where this kentucky team makes up for it and does a really good job on offense is rushing the ball christopher rodriguez with a huge year thus far 612 yards on the feet or on the ground um and honestly, this offense just continues to find ways to put points on the board and continues to find ways to win games. Well, Kentucky is only scoring 28.8 points per game. You know, they're 5-0, and and they're 5-0 and against a decent opponents. And, you know, Florida, to say the least, was a good opponent. So um, definitely got that win under the belt. As far as LSU's offense goes, Max Johnson, again, another guy with a decent season, 1,469 yards for him. And they returned all five starters on the offensive line. Obviously, Kayshawn Bout um, will heads off this wide receiver room um, with 436 yards. But they got to do a better job rushing the ball. And honestly, for this offense, you know, they have the talent. They have guys here. They just can't win games. They can't put up enough points, only 31.4 points per game. Um, and they're definitely not lacking talent on the defensive side of the ball either. You know, they've been able to hold teams to 23 points per game. Um, and while they're not a bad defense this season, honestly, this team is just not performing anywhere near the talent that they have. Um, you know, and it's definitely nowhere near what they did in 2019. As far as the Kentucky defense goes, you know, they only returned four starters from last year. And they've just done a great job rebuilding this defense. They're a defense that is holding teams to 16.8 points per game this season. They're only allowing 4.39 yards per game. And they've really just been a very competitive team in the SEC. You know, these are two teams that are, honestly, talent-wise, LSU should, should be huge favorites in this game. They have the way better recruits, the way better players. But Kentucky has just found a way to, to get guys on the field, to get them to buy into the program, and, and really just finds a way to win games week in and week out and that's why they're five and oh right now um granted the three and a half i don't love taking the hook there um but the odds at minus three just weren't great so we, we go up to three and a half um but i i think kentucky wins this game pretty easily at home in this one i'm taking kentucky minus three and a half and finally, the last game of the gig got an American matchup between Memphis and Tulsa. Memphis three and two on the year. Tulsa one and four. And obviously, you know the the highlight of this Memphis season so far was that very controversial win over Mississippi State a couple weeks ago. But um, maybe a little bit of karma. The last two weeks against UTSA and Temple have been a you know a letdown to say the least for this team. They're definitely looking to to get on the winning side after those two losses. But for this Tulsa team, it was definitely an interesting team entering the season. You know they start. 
start off with the loss to UC Davis in week one um, and then find a way to look competitive against Oklahoma State and Ohio State. So um, it's definitely a weird team, you know, find their first win against Arkansas State and then go get the doors blown off by Houston the week later. So um, really, I think this Tulsa team has had some quote unquote fake moments at times. I think they've they've outplayed or teams have kind of just underestimated them in the, the, the likes of Oklahoma State and Ohio State, who, you know, are obviously two very, very good teams and we're going to continue to show that um, as we move on. But um, Davis Brin isn't a horrible quarterback for this Tulsa team. 1,467 yards for him. Only six touchdowns. We like that a little bit higher for him. But he's got a decent receiving core, got a decent running back room around him. The real problem for this Tulsa team is they just can't score points. They're only putting up 22.2 points per game um, thus far. And while Memphis defense isn't great, I do think they struggle or continue to struggle here in this game. For Memphis offensively, Sean Henning has done a pretty good job 1475 yards for him calvin austin the third has been on fire at wide receiver 637 receiving yards really carrying the receiving room for this team they've also done a really good job rushing the ball brandon thomas with 509 yards per game this season or 509 yards this season not per game that would be insane to definitely bet on that team um but offensively this team has just been really good been really impressive 37.4 points per game 6.91 yards per play for this team um and honestly if they keep that up offensively they're gonna do pretty good here to finish out the year and against this tulsa defense that definitely has some room to grow they've allowed 33.4 points per game allowed 5.8 yards per game um and honestly i'm just surprised that tulsa just continues to be favorites they were favorites against houston they're favorites again here against memphis for for some unknown reason against the memphis defense that could definitely use some help you know they've allowed 32.2 points per game but jj russell has been a stud at linebacker 61 tackles this season i think he really puts this memphis defense on his back in this team um and honestly it's a it's a memphis team that should be the favorites in this game the fact that the three and a half point underdogs just really baffles me i you know i kind of want to take the money line in this game but when you're getting the the three and a half it's hard not to take that hook so give me memphis plus three and a half in this one that is it for week six of the college football season. We're going to see picks for everything happening in college football today. Head over to hot2best.com. Check out the computer model picks up on the website. Also got NFL, UFC, everything else happening this weekend. So take a look at that. If you're not going to follow me at hot2best, Chris, on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the Best Stamp app to get early access to all of the picks. Also, follow the Hot Debits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all of the computer model action. And most importantly, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this week's games. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.